0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is
1: Believe. On this week's episode of Damsels in the DMs.
2: Okay, we have Dear Damsels. Thank you so much for creating this platform and for helping us with so many problems. I'm writing in because my career has really been starting to blow up as I just booked a recurring role on a series. I'm getting what I've always dreamed of, but now I'm not sure that I'm ready. How do I continue my career and success without becoming an open book that I'm not ready to be? Love on the runway, but not ready for takeoff. This
0: message is intended as a reminder that we are not licensed professionals, not psychiatrists or psychologists. If you have a serious problem, please seek professional help. The National Suicide Hotline is 1-800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. There's some damsels in the DM.
2: Yes, queen. <laughs> tell
0: us what's the, uh-huh. what's the vibe. There's some damsels in the
1: DM. You? In the you? Please tell us what's the vibe. Uh-huh. DMs, DMs. Yeah, we see them. Yeah, we read them. DMs, DMs.
0: We don't need them. We just leave them. Please. Yeah. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Damsel's in the DMs. I'm Lauren. And I'm Osh. And today we have the amazing Aiden Alexander. Do you like the alliteration on that? Who is an actor and musician living in Los Angeles from Boise, Idaho. You should have said actor and artist because then it really is. You're right. Aiden A- A- Alexander, A- actor and artist, actively uh, artisting. <laughs> in the city of angels.
2: (laughs) This was a really funny episode. Like I had so much fun. I think he's so funny and just was keeping me, my stomach like hurt from laughing.
0: I know he kept being like, this episode is so dark. And I'm like, honestly, I feel like this is one of our
2: funnier episodes of recent times. Yes. Well, I feel like this is more like laugh at my pain type of funny. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But it's like, it's very relatable and like, sometimes you just got to make comedy out of something that's like tragic.
0: Sometimes that's the best way to laugh, right? Definitely. So let's get into it. Today we are here with Aiden Alexander. Hello, Aiden.
1: Hey guys, I'm so excited to be here. We're so 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 excited
2: to have you.
1: I'm like inside, I'm quite literally inside a podcast right now. It's like (laughs) an out-of-body experience.
2: So I have been stalking your TikTok because I'm, I love TikTok. I've like have this relationship with it that I like downloaded at 2020 and then just became like super, I'm 29. And I was like, what, what I'm business does a 28 year old have being on TikTok? So and am making- so
1: bad at TikTok. Like you say stalking my TikTok. I'm like, what, do I have like nine, nine? <laughs> and they're probably so cringy. I, I can't. I can't even imagine what you No, want
2: mine be. are worse. Like I trust me, mine are definitely okay. worse. Well,
1: I all right. I guess I have that going for me. I'm trying <laughs> to be better. I'm trying to be better. Like I posted one, what one or two yesterday, which is like definitely beating my Instagram odds of posting once every three months. So
2: I don't think I've posted a TikTok in literally a year. I like had my 2020 and I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, I'm gonna like TikTok's gonna be it for me. And then I'm like, I can't keep up. Like, people are way too funny and they're just so creative. And I'm like, no, I, it's not for me.
1: They do. I just, I'm not like coordinated enough to like do those weird wraparound things. I just look like I'm like, yeah freaking out
0: i haven't even downloaded it and at first i was using the excuse like oh i don't want the government to spy on me but really then it's just that i'm so bad at dancing and like i don't want to put myself out there and then i just feel like the other trends like it would just be time consuming and i don't even want to give it a go because i just feel like i'm going to be so bad at it
1: my dancing is absolutely unparalleled in the worst way so (laughs) i understand it's like, I'm like, I was lit a little a blaze. Like I'm truly trying to like get fire off of my body. That's what
0: my <laughs> I had an audition recently that involved dancing. And I told my boyfriend and I was like, yeah, like, I think I'm going to take a class, like maybe get some instruction. Like it'll be good. Like I'm going to go out. And he was like, honestly, I think you should just tell your manager. You can't do it.
2: Was this the sexy <laughs> dance one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: Not the sexy dance. But
0: I booked it. That's a weird thing. But they didn't have me dance. So, like, they understood what the limitations were. Have you
1: shot it yet? Have you shot the said sexy dance? Because what if they're like, oh, God, we should have asked her if she could do the sexy dance in front of us.
0: So, please tell us about you, your background, and how you got to where you are today.
1: Wow, what a question. Um, Well, I was born in Boise, Idaho. And I really wanted to act that's what I came to LA to do but my performing arts I went to like the only performing arts school in like my vicinity like in my hundred mile radius or something and I had to like skip a grade because they didn't start until like sixth grade it was like a whole thing and then my acting teacher had happened to retire to Boise and teach acting and she recommended uh me to a manager in LA and I think I flew out for like two days, like having no idea what I need, like how anything happened. And I uh, had like an audition for some movie and keep in mind, I didn't even know what like an audition was. I was like <laughs> going in there, just, you know, whatever. Uh, and I got it and I had to go shoot in Texas. And then I just was like, okay, this is fun. I started staying out in LA longer and longer until I eventually succumbed and I moved here. And yeah, and then I started writing. I've always been writing and I've been writing music pretty much my whole life. But when I was like 18, 19, I released my first song. Then with COVID and everything, I took a bit of a break um, just because I think the whole world took a break. But (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm back and I'm releasing music and I have a new Hulu show coming out. I'm really excited to you know hit play on life again we had and- a little coma there for a minute
0: so how old were you when you officially moved to LA
1: well I was here like half on half off when I was like 15 I want to say but I don't think I was here full-time until I was like around 17 or so awesome.
2: how different is LA to Boise
1: wildly I mean like listen Boise itself the capital is a little more liberal it's not liberal like in a whole you know but like it's more liberal it's like the art district people are a little more chill there but I'm technically from a suburb uh called eagle and like if a town is named after a bird you just know it's gonna be fucking weird (laughs) eagle if we're being real is like polar opposite I mean now, now it's a lot different because, like with TikTok, you know, people are just exposed to a lot more, I think, from an earlier age. And uh, granted, I'm not fucking fifty years old. did not I still grew up with the internet, and people had access to it. I think kids nowadays are a, a little bit more accepting and a little nicer. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's just because there's heightened consequences, like, online, you can get boxed now. And like, who knows what's going on. So uh, I'll say it's, it's pretty different, but it's, it's getting more comparable in terms of just socially. Geographically, it's totally different. I mean, like there's wider streets, there's a beautiful river. The Los Angeles river here is like, to to every LA native or everyone who's not an LA native, the LA river is, truly like how would you describe it like a stream like a, a yeah tiny little trickle like
2: a it's stream in a gutter <laughs> it's
1: like a gut it's a wet, it's wet a, dirty gutter yeah that's like the best way to picture it. it's yeah. truly like the size of like a gutter alongside a house too like it's tiny so we have like a real one which I
0: love cool. how the hiking trails here if it says that it has a waterfall
2: it really just depends on like what you time can of year you
1: man on. just spitting Yeah. (laughs) The hell.
2: Okay, so going back to your acting, um, how have you been dealing with? So I'm really curious about your Idaho like background and how people back home have been responding to your career success here, and if like if you had any like haters.
1: My career success. Well, say it again, please.
2: (laughs) Your career success.
1: Uh, did I have haters? Not really. My cousin was really popular and really pretty. Mm. um so I had like uh popularity by proxy if you will mm. also I like I was never mean to anyone but if you like said something to me I was not afraid to be like you know <laughs> not physically but I would like I would end it you know so like people didn't really say anything mean to me also they'd I think I think for the most part they were nice they like thought it was cool you know Yeah of course I'm sure there was I think I actually got more shit from like my teachers because they were like annoyed that I thought I was like too good like too cool for school quite literally like I was too um, I don't know like the rules didn't apply to me when it came to like absences but I was like I'm literally on set
0: yeah yeah
1: like cut me some slack and I'm still getting all my work in also adults have this weird thing where like if it's they see a kid doing something that they didn't get to do or just someone younger than them in general. I feel like certain types of old people get really like spiteful and resentful. And
2: I've had acting teachers like that.
1: Exactly. Right. And I'm just like, sorry, but fuck you, dude. Like, yeah. ghetto, like I'm sorry that I'm Literally alive.
2: like, isn't this what you want? Like, don't yeah, you want you your know, students to succeed? And I totally, it's,
1: it's funny you say that with acting teachers, I've totally had that. And I'm like, I'm paying you for you to be a dick to me. Like, I'm all for constructive criticism. Don't get me wrong. Like, I am sure I will do a scene and be like, everyone around is like, excuse me, what did you think you were accomplishing with that choice? Like, don't get me wrong. I'm no Meryl Streep, but there's always a way to phrase something. And I feel like acting teachers should harbor like a conducive environment to like growing, you know? 100%.
2: 100%. Did it you it. watch Barry?
1: Um, with Bill Hader? Yes. A little bit of it.
2: Okay. They do a really good job with showing, like, what acting teachers it's are like.
1: like. Ricky, too. And then the teachers only like certain kids and will yes. give them good scenes. And I'm like, bitch, I don't care that Abigail from Kansas <laughs> is, like, fucking belongs on Disney Channel. I'm sorry. <laughs> no disrespect to Disney Channel, but... uh. <laughs> Yeah, um, I agree with you, That's what I'm saying.
0: It's also funny when you see acting teachers competitive with other acting teachers. Like I've been in acting classes where the acting teacher will be talking shit about like a, a different, yeah. yeah.
1: I kind of live for the drama. I'm like, you're 65 <laughs> and you're still, you're still going, you're still some yeah. thing. They're like, oh, her technique. <laughs> well, we're total opposites, so have fun there. <laughs> And it's like, damn, bitch, I just said that I knew her. Like,
2: yeah, 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 there was nothing more than that.
1: So intense. So.
0: Yeah. So now that you've started creating music, do you feel like you are more of an actor? Do you feel like you're more of a musician? And then second part is what inspired you to start creating music?
1: Well, my identity crisis is in full swing. I will say that. I don't know. I mean, there are certain days where I'm like, emotionally branded, like I'm, you know, You know those days where you're like just emotionally exhausted and it's like takes everything in you to like remember what show you wanted to watch that night? That might just be me. I'm like very, Uh, very vocal with my mental health. There are days where it's like a struggle to like make it through, you know? It has definitely made me appreciate certain aspects of acting more because I like the control. I like that it's scheduled for me. The shuttle picks me up in the morning, I have my call sheet. I go to set and I have this amazing crew hopefully that is just this huge machine of moving parts like jobs that I could never in a fucking million years do might I add like I can't do basic math let alone like coordinate everybody's schedule and getting their PCR tests and like getting the shuttle there.
2: The production design everything that goes into it. I have like the most
1: immense respect for these people and i mean like just it's really really cool i just re- i appreciate that more when i'm doing a lot of music and then i go to work like i'm lucky enough to book something or i'm on a set for something i like that level of control music it's kind of like post a TikTok, hope it goes viral write this song by yourself at least i write my music so it's like it's a lot more the ball is in my court which is a lot more pressure it's a lot more stressful And some days, like I said, I'm so emotionally fried that I'm like, how the fuck am I supposed to write something? I woke up in the worst mood and I went to my piano like, I'm gonna write something and zilch. And that's just the name of the game, you know, like it happens, but each one is so different that it's probably hard to pick one. I will say that acting can be more low stress Mm -hmm. because- Low stress. Low stress. little more low stress maybe that's because i've been doing it longer yeah but yes
2: like you feel like you're more grounded in the acting stuff like people you know you've got your connection
1: i mean i've been in the music space since i was 18 i'm 22 i've been acting since i was like 13 14 so i just know more about it um also I like that it's the ball is less in my court. It lets me kind of throw it away. Like I can audition for something then delete the email out of my inbox and never think about it again until I see the fucking poster I was at my house. <laughs> but you get what I mean? Like yeah. music is like, you could put your heart into something and then everyone's like, eh. Or the label's like, that's amazing. But um, how many people commented on that TikTok? You know, it's just that oh like there's gosh. always another element and like luckily you know I I've been lucky in my career and I hear a lot of just horror stories from like smaller artists who tell me and I'm like I can't even just how I feel like I can't imagine how they feel yeah. so I will say that music right now is hard it is it's a hard industry to get into it's a hard industry in general to get into and it's harder right now so to answer your question, and and short I'd say acting is a closer friend to me right now but I love them both dearly
0: yeah sometimes it's like good to have that excitement and challenge in your life you know I was thinking about that today like the things that make me nervous like in the in the moment I hate doing them and the build-up to doing it but if I didn't have anything that made me nervous or challenged me like my life would be so boring
1: True, and also, like, sometimes something will happen to me, and this is so Hallmark card of me, but, like, it's true, something will happen, and I'll be like, wow, I got over that, so when something happens in the future, I'm like, well, I thought that I was going to die, and I did die <laughs> when that happened, so, as President Kelly Clarkson said, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger, it's true.
0: True, true. to true.
1: Whoever put that down in a birthday card did it for a reason. No, they, <laughs> it's, they also, it,
0: they it's crazy to me how now, like, to get your music out, it's like put a TikTok out of it. Like, I assumed that you yeah. would be, like, you know, making an album and then you send it to a record label.
1: Well, typically that's how it went. That's, yeah. Uh, but how the tides have changed now, they want like a viral TikTok, also your firstborn child, <laughs> which is fine, like kids and I. Don't get along too well. Um,
2: You can have my child. (laughs) (laughs) You can just have it. I don't want anything from you. Just take it. Yeah, I'm like,
1: literally, I'm like, please. I'm like, just like (laughs) focusing on people. It's like when Goodwill like doesn't accept donations that day and you're just like begging them.
2: Oh, that's (laughs) me all the
1: time because I don't want it in my car. I'm like, please, please.
2: Well, Lauren and I, we always talk about how this career is super self-motivating and it's just, it's, you're you're not working in nine to five where someone's already got all the stuff for you or like you know it's a structured thing um and since we are you did mention mental health what are things that you are doing for yourself that keeps you grounded and keeps you like uh, the least bit mentally stable
1: (laughs) i'm like i'm so not the person to ask this i'm like screaming to a lot of pillows (laughs)
2: no but that's that's a way that's a coping mechanism like i that works
1: tiktok of julia uh julia fox going yeah yeah. <laughs> so that's me right now. Anyway, um, what I do truly, I here's what I try to do. Okay. I try to if it's like a really bad day and I'm like miserable, I try to like try my hardest to like luckily I'm in a place that has a beach. If you're if you don't, I recommend a large body of water. No, I'm not about to tell you to drown yourself, but <laughs> I get it it's tempting. Um I try to just sit. And like either at the beach or just in nature and ground myself. I'll try to go on walks. Um, I'll take my dog on like a horrendous amount of walks. (laughs) He is up for it. Um, Just because I'm like, I need to get out. Sometimes if you're stuck in your apartment or you're stuck in your house, you like fester with your own thoughts and you like create problems for yourself that weren't even there because you like are thinking yourself into like a hole or like, And it's really not healthy. You can like fully convince yourself something is like factual and it's like not didn't even occur, or at least maybe that's me and I need tested for something. But I would say just trying to do things for yourself, even if they're really, really little things like showering. And, and, you know, I planted like jalapenos and I make sure I like water them every day. Oh, yeah. So like, I
2: like that.
1: Just doing little things that, like, make you happy. I have an orchid. Like, look at me.
2: Wow. <laughs> I, have
1: to, I can't be too mentally unstable. My orchid's alive. So, <laughs> thank you. I would just say another thing. This might be kind of awful advice and whatever. But, like, just do whatever the fuck you want, truly. I realized, I saw this photo of Space the other day. And it's so vast and crazy and we're so small like
0: yeah.
1: we're gonna be dead before you know it and i don't mean that in a morbid way just do whatever the fuck you want as long as you're not hurting anyone or making somebody feel bad just do what the fuck you want that's yeah. it i love that if it makes better if it makes you feel better it makes you feel better who cares
2: if you want to spend a day in bed and watch netflix all day uh-huh.
1: that. yeah literally as long as you're not doing something that's gonna make your future self more unhappy just Do whatever the fuck you want. Mm -hmm. Who cares? Don't let somebody else tell you what you got to do with your life and your body and your everything.
2: Agreed.
0: So we are a dating podcast and we want to hear a little bit about your dating life and how that's been while managing this very busy career that you have of being an actor and a musician.
1: I'm already (laughs) schwitzing. What was the question? How do I manage it? I don't. Very, Very poorly. Um you know what my advice is? Never date an actor.
0: Yeah, no, well, I gave that advice all the time.
1: That's all my advice on the on the subject.
2: You know what? I said that. I've said that a lot, right? And then I got into something with an actor and I was like, no, no, no. Like, here we go. You and then it was two actors. Two, Gosh, back to back. Even literally yeah. back to back. Well, when after the first one, I was you. like, no, never again. We're never doing this ever again. And then literally a week later, another actor comes and I'm like, no. And, and she's All she does for them is she's their self-tape reader. I, I help them with their self-tapes.
1: Oh. oh you want to come oh, over and we'll oh. cook
2: dinner? And I, have, help me with I have
1: made sure that somebody is submitted and sent out for something I go out for. I'm like the least competitive person in the world, to be clear. Like, I want everyone to succeed. No. Those actors, they're sick. They're twisted. They're not built. Like, no, they're wrong. Don't do it. Yeah. You got lucky, they're they're sick.
2: I did get lucky because it was a short span. It was very short lived, like a couple months, yeah. like very short.
1: Why? Maybe that's why a short. You're like actually he died.
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, I killed him. So I feel
1: like he's actually no longer in the guy. river. What I would have
2: felt Rest so nice in in the river?
1: You had to like cram him <laughs> in there. <laughs> and, like jump on his body like a suitcase. <laughs> oh god that got dark um yeah no my advice well you didn't even ask for advice I don't manage it that's how that's how I answer your question
0: and did you date in Idaho or did you start dating when you were here because you were so young when you were. I was
1: so young I mean I uh I do remember um this is so weird I dated two girls with boy names I don't know if that was like foreshadowing of my sexual fluidity but I dated a girl named Connor and a girl named Blake when I was like, wow. oh. yeah, look at me. Look I think it you. might be an Idaho thing to name girls, boy names. Cause
2: they're like, oh, we wanted a boy, but so was we wanted
1: a boy. We needed him to do farm work.
2: <laughs> now we got Blake.
1: And then they'll like hate her if she grows up to be a lesbian. God forbid, literally.
2: Oh my gosh. What um, a world. It's a so like. Nice. What a world.
1: What a world we live in. I didn't really date like I also just was so not interested I was like jumping off rope swings into the river and dealing with familial crises so that was the last thing I was really thinking about I do remember having a really big crush on Jesse McCartney though oh
2: my god who didn't literally who didn't
1: I found a printed out photo I was like going through old photos of myself through this like bin that my mom kept and I found like four photos of Jesse McCartney and they all had tack holes in them. Like they were hung up.
0: Oh, I'm
1: an only child. So I was like, I, like I, know my, I know my mom did not hang up. photos of <laughs> Justin McCartney. So that's something. Yeah. It's so funny. I think it's because I was obsessed with the Cinderella story growing up. Mm-hmm. And I love that song. Um, when Sam is at the top of the stairs. Beautiful said, soul best day of my life oh yeah like any other it took my breath away like you know that song
0: wow exclusive Exclusive. sing-along
1: oh my god I'm like tone deaf right now (laughs) I breathe through my nose
0: and then Um, so since you've been here have most of the people you've dated been in the entertainment industry
1: no actually because I had a feeling that if I'm this fucked up, other actors are also fucked up. And turns out I was totally right about that. Um, but no, I've dated, it's strangely enough, mostly people in finance. And mm. that's not because I'm like money hungry, okay? Like a lot of people in finance don't actually have a lot of money yet. It's like a long, it's like a steep climb to the top, mm-hmm. you know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but I just, I love intelligence. I love someone who's by the books because I'm so not that I like it helps me ground myself so typically it's people in some kind of like real not that this isn't real but like traditional career path
2: I call it a big girl job
1: yeah, big girl job. Like they, yeah. they always, they always. Not have that
2: we don't have big girl jobs, but no, like
1: we have huge girl jobs. If you think about it, we like make ourselves so emotionally vulnerable over and over and over again to get rejected. Like, who in their right mind does that? No one. No so, one. if anything, we have the biggest girl jobs.
2: We're just very like, yeah. Just we're like reckless, people, irresponsible, irresponsible crazy. And I'm like
1: we have the most important jobs. People are doing like open heart surgery. I'm like. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but what were you watching after your surgery, huh? Were you watching a movie? Yeah,
1: like, what cheered you up? It was my cameo on Hulu, huh? <laughs> yeah, no.
2: It was me playing Indian Dead it Girl 3.
1: <laughs> not Indian Dead <laughs> Girl 3. Oh my God. See, I, I would be. I don't know how you guys keep your cool if I had something that was just so like. The word that comes to mind is just condensing it's like just making like making me you this small accessible version of something for some like a bite-sized version for someone else to understand i'd be fucking pissed if i get like a stereotypical gay role or something where it's like no but do it a little more more feminine i'm like excuse me like why that's not but that's not how i'm isn't right. acting like make bringing yourself to the role i don't know she like that pisses me off would advantage you say that there's a type <laughs> of role that right now listening to my language
0: <laughs> <laughs> would you say that there's a type of role that you go out for mostly
1: always the boyfriend to the lead girl
2: mm-hmm. like
1: um my my Hulu show. I say the Hulu show that I just my brought.
2: my Hulu. No. It is your Hulu show. My
1: Hulu show. Sure. <laughs> Grayson and Jackson are like my Hulu show. <laughs> um No, the show that I was working on for a couple months in Georgia. Uh, I was playing her spiteful ex boyfriend, which mm-hmm. is always so fun for me. I love a little. I love a little spite. I'm a I'm a I'm a petty boy. So or. Funny enough, I think I can tell this. I think no, I didn't sign any NDA. I can I can tell the story. Uh, I had two self-tips back to back and I like was doing it in the studio. And one role was like the most all American quarterback football player, like had a letterman jacket. And then the next role, I had to be a super feminine hooker, uh, that Eric Dane's character in Euphoria was sleeping with. That was also a heroin addict, might I add. And it's like you really you really gotta just switch yeah. and that's when versatility is just comes in clutch i guess not saying that i like nailed either part by any means but i'm just saying like you never know what what's going to show up in your inbox
0: my next question is do you feel like you have a type in a dating partner
1: In a girl or in a boy both In a boy like tall really tall
2: like the rest of us <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was going to say, like, I'm like
2: <laughs> yeah, six foot uh-huh. is short. We need six foot one and
1: above. Oh, I'm like six foot. Uh, I'm like seven, five, please. I'm like, <laughs> break a Guinness world record and then I'll text you back. A bit. <laughs> um, yeah. Also, I just like hate men right now. So like by all, for all intents and purposes, I'm fully straight at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, in anyone, I'll just say in anyone, I love kindness but like a kind heart. I don't want you to be like so overly nice, like roast me, like be funny, be, don't be afraid to make a fucked up joke. But when it comes down to it, like when you're tipping, when you see someone struggling, like when you can do something to make someone's life easier, that's where it matters to me, you know, like how you treat the waiter and how, you know, shit like that. That's my type in anyone. Um, Funny is also my type in anyone. I like a strong nose. That's like a physical Mm. type. I like a like a prominent nose. I don't on know girls why. and boys? Yeah, on anyone. I love a fucking strong nose. I don't get it. I watched Cleopatra a lot growing up and I had a Cleopatra book.
2: Mm. I don't know.
1: I just, I love just, I mean, I obviously have a very Eurocentric look. Like, so I think that just, I love the beauty and like contrasting facial features. And I just, I don't know. I like a strong nose. But yeah, no, my type, I would say I don't really have a set type. I've dated so many different types of people in every aspect, like truly. I'm very, not weird, but just like whatever I want that way, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Contents I would like to see written on paper, but whatever.
0: So now tell us about your music and how you seek inspiration. Because you said you're writing all of your own songs lullaby is a very romantic song how are you putting in your personal experiences into your music
1: that song this last one's a doozy i can't wait to release other music so i don't have to talk about this one anymore oh and i've been that feeling so no 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 much. and like it's not because i like have talked about it so much it's because it's just like an emotional song you know yeah. so like, don't feel bad i want to talk about it artists always want to have this like pretentious Long answer about the song. Like, this is what happens when unrequited love meet blah, blah, blah. Like, the song is about longing. The song is about someone who loves someone else that isn't you and how it literally makes you want to die. And you think you're going to feel that forever. And maybe you will. And maybe you won't. I don't know. I'm only 22. Maybe in 10 years, I won't feel this way anymore. Who the fuck knows? But the song is about being sad. It's about loving someone and letting them go. And knowing that like, part of you is always going to be there and ready to just run to them and drop everything at their beck and call. Not that that's healthy, but I'm not trying to be a health guru. I'm trying to be honest.
2: I don't like happy music anyways. I'm always in my feels.
1: You're lying. They're all lying. They're all lying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm the only I'm, person I believe is Charlie XCX. I'm like, okay, yeah, you truly are having fun. Everyone else, you're lying. <laughs> and Rena Sawayama, oh, she's having fun. God, I love that girl. Yeah. I had a
0: music on last night that was just sad playlist. And it just like the cover was like girl with like tear coming down. Oh,
1: I have a I have a playlist called, it's a happier than ever playlist. I didn't make it, <laughs> but it's like that scene of Sydney Sweeney and Euphoria when she's like, fuck it, I would love it. <laughs> Crying like hysterically. Um, uh, And that's the cover of it. And that obviously was very enticing to me. Yeah. (laughs) Me too. Um, So I have been listening, and the girl or guy or them who runs the page updates it so geniusly and consistently. So, power to the happier than ever vibes person on Spotify. You really saves me the last week um but yes i also listen to sad songs and i dissociate in the shower just like everyone else
2: yeah <laughs> well i i also do car i when i drive i need sad songs
1: see i can't cry in the car it's oh, so weird it's I, like i cry in the car like, You how know, you can't move like those two fingers at the same time or something. yeah yeah it's like for some reason i like i'm afraid i'm gonna crash or something and i like can't cry even though i'm, I'm so sad i that try i want a dramatic on a dramatic cry moment so bad in the car but like I can't if I'm parked if mm. I'm parked oh you bet your bottom dollar I'll cry
2: I don't have a dramatic car moment when I'm driving because yes that is really dangerous and I don't trust myself but <laughs> I have the tears just streaming like you know straight face oh, and tears God, just streaming it. like a cycle oh moment. I'm a
1: big straight face cryer it's yeah. really sad actually <laughs> I'm like
0: I feel like that would I'm be like... great for film though
1: oh absolutely you're probably yeah. a really pretty crier too like I'm like one of those criers that like it looks like something is right it looks like I was possessed by the devil and he's on his way out of me you know um I don't know if you guys are familiar with the conjuring but I would Mm -hmm. say it's similar in tone
2: like an exorcism Um, basically
1: yeah it's like the last exorcism I'm like upside down on the ceiling (laughs) that type that type beat
0: I had a very dramatic cry last night. And like the sun was setting over the mountains while I was driving, by the way.
1: we had a pretty sunset last night too.
0: Really pretty, yeah.
1: Yeah, that'll also do it to me. Also, I don't know who the fuck Joji thinks he is releasing a glimpse of us. I don't know if you guys have heard that song. No. No. Don't listen, don't listen.
2: No, now I will.
1: No, trigger warning, guys. I'm sorry. I heard that song and I was like, Okay, cool. I'll just evaporate.
2: (laughs) No, I want to. I really want to. I'm in a phase right now this week that I just want to be sad girl vibes only. And so I'm like the
1: opposite. I'm like, get me out of here. I'm like, I want (laughs) to No,
2: I'm like, keep me in here. Where's
1: my Hot Boy Summer at? So far it's been stolen from me and I'm pissed.
2: No, (laughs) it's only July twenty-first. You can still have a Hot Boy summer. I
1: still have time to have a Hot Boy summer
2: yeah you, do. you have all the time, time. and you're also only 22 you have so many freaking hot boy but you have, like the hot boy rest of your 20s <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> yeah true i'm just like yo like what's wrong people also i just like i'm sensitive anyway good times
0: me too very sensitive i'm a cancer so
1: Oh, I'm an Aquarius, so I shouldn't be sensitive, but here I am.
2: <laughs> I'm a Libra. I'm supposed to be balanced, but there is nothing balanced about me.
1: I was gonna say, oh, you have the you have the balance going, but
2: you feel it? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Thank you for being honest.
1: <laughs> oh, no, actually you do, you seem very put together. You look very clean, like perfect braid. I just
2: showered and I just my did my earrings.
1: hair. My Always hair beveled. Um Isn't that like nice disheveled,
2: you know, like.
1: Thank you, thank you. I've been getting a lot of Austin Butler references. I see it. Mm
0: -hmm. I see it too.
1: And I'm like, thank you so much. I hope this movie comes out every year for the rest of my life so that I get this much attention forever. And that's the (laughs) end of that.
0: (laughs) So on the note of attention, should we get into this letter?
1: Let's
2: do it. Ash, would you like to do the honors? I would love to go, girly. Okay, we have Dear Damsels. Thank you so much for creating this platform and for helping us with so many problems. I'm writing in because my career has really been starting to blow up as I just booked a recurring role on a series. And then because I started sharing BTS content on TikTok as well. Now people have started to view me as more of a personality. And honestly, it's really scary. I'm getting what I've always dreamed of, but now I'm not sure that I'm ready. People have started DMing me, asking me to share everything from my skincare routine to my morning routine, to who I'm dating, to if my parents are still married. God, I've always been really private and I just don't feel ready to open up about all of this. How do I continue my career and success without becoming an open book that I'm not ready to be? Love on the runway, but not ready for takeoff. I love that sign off.
1: Oh my God. Why why was that so oddly poetic?
0: Yeah. Mm -hmm. was.
1: if I can just say you don't owe anyone jack shit that's the thing I feel like I hate this thing where people are like a celebrity's upset or something and they're like well they asked for it like they're in the this is what you get for putting your life in the spotlight like no acting or music or whatever you're doing is not concurrent with like being allowed to be picked apart and crucified like it still hurts you're still a human think about the person they were before they had this fame you know like they still had to do everything that you had to do for the most part like my big thing is you don't owe anyone that information like people have asked about my parents that's none of their business like they do not need to know that and you can be respectful still without alienating your audience and being like rude about it but just you don't have to tell them anything in terms of being seen as an influencer, I will speak to that really quickly and then let the girls talk because I'm, like, man over everything No, right you're now, not. We love it. That's what
0: yeah, you're here please for. Talk.
1: But I will say that was a thing with me when I started getting a lot of, like, Instagram attention or stuff like that. I didn't want to be seen, like, primarily in that light. So I would say just branding is really important, you know, like, post photos on set and post photos... Um, like some lifestyle photos of like, you know, obviously not your script. You don't want to get sued or recast, but like, um, just, I would say just like things that make it heavy. like your trailer, if you have a trailer or a honey wagon or something like, or even like, like a, if you read plays a play, you like just like something that keeps the brand consistent that shows that like, yes, you have followers or yes, you're doing something, but like you have followers because of your acting as opposed to your acting because you have followers if that makes sense
0: yeah i feel like you do a really good job about keeping your personal life like to yourself on TikTok. because when we were stalking you to prepare for this it was like we really saw your career first yeah, before oh, yeah. you were showing anything else
1: it's because i never post and so my managers are like you have to post this TikTok." so everything's work related i'm gonna post more and i would have been a lot more fun to stalk in a couple months but Yeah, I mean, my thing is, I just, I'm such a constantly changing person that I don't want to, like, I don't, there's some questions I don't have answers for that people ask me, or, like, there's stuff that I'm, like, I feel this way, but I might not feel this way in a year, you know, whether it's, like, my stance on something or whether it's, you know, anything. So, like, I try to, like, just shut up a bit. I feel like the internet is so oversaturated with like people, especially white dudes, just talking out of their ass. And I'm like, no one cares. No one cares. And no one asked. Like, I get it. If you have something to contribute to the conversation, I'm not saying that like, like white men don't can't add value or anything like that. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm joking, but I will say that like, Talking when you have something to contribute and listening when you don't, something that's definitely been a learning thing for me, but it's something that has been important for me. That's why I've been silent because I just am like l- trying to listen more. I'm like, people aren't following me for political advice. I'm not AOC. Like if I if I'm using my platform, like for example, Roe v. Wade, like. If something happened where I'm like I need to speak out about this that's different, but like I'm not a political commenter or I'm not like and people aren't looking to me for that and I also don't know enough about certain things to Just boldly boldface talk about it because then I like could be spreading misinformation that's like so harmful it's I don't know I think it's important to just like Let people's voices be heard. Especially if someone is, you know, more knowledgeable about something. But in terms of privacy, I'm just, I'm like, what's it to you?
2: Like you said, you don't owe anyone anything. Literally, keep doing what makes you comfortable. And honestly, I don't think that should affect your career. Like, that's not going to mean that you're not going to book things, or like, you know, that people aren't going to care. Like, I, I don't think if you're a talented actress. And or actor, and you've booked this job, like you're gonna keep getting success. Like, don't worry about it, keep posting things that you care about, that you love. Like, d- people asking you if your parents are still married, like, that's just Weirdo. like none of their business. What's Weirdo it to behavior. them?
1: Weirdo behavior. Literally,
2: yeah. what's it to you? Like, yes, they're married. No, they're not. Like, okay, what are you gonna do with this information now? Like, yeah. how did that help you in any like, way?
1: How- yeah and also like with how saturated the market is right now it's amazing that you'd like book something it's like it's even harder to book right now so just hold on to hold on to the joy of like you're getting what you want and you worked hard and don't let weirdos on the internet who think they one know the industry two know you or your family situation god forbid like just do your thing ignore them yeah i know that's so corny but like literally just Like they don't matter.
0: They don't. Ash, and I feel like we were just having this conversation about privacy and one of the things that we were talking about as a way to like hold yourself accountable to what you feel comfortable revealing and what you don't was to make a list and to say like, okay, these are the things that I feel comfortable talking about. So I'm willing to talk about this, like on any podcast on any media outlet, if I get asked on a red carpet, like these are the things that I'm okay with talking about. And here's the list of things that I'm not okay talking about. And as long as you can set that boundary for yourself and say, this is what I am comfortable speaking about. on my TikTok, whether it's like about your dog or your brother, like whatever are the safe points, just focus on that and make sure to keep your boundaries in check of the things that are on your list that you don't want to talk about.
2: Agreed.
1: I absolutely agree with that. That's very smart. See, that's way more like analytical. Like I should make more lists. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Because I'll like be like, I don't want to talk about that. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, huh? yeah. okay. my, my problem
2: uh, is oversharing. And then I'm like, fuck, no, no, I didn't want to say that. Like, I literally just spilled my
1: guts. I'm like, strike, 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 go back.
2: Have Homeboy edit everything out. My whole whole interview, (laughs) edit it out.
1: Literally, me and my live interviews are not friends. (laughs) But you know what? It's, I feel like everyone thinks that, like, I'm not even saying celebrity because I'm not a celebrity, but, like, people, like, in the limelight are, like, so, like, above having normal thoughts and fears and like insecurities like i promise i promise it's not like that it's
0: yeah like that.
2: also it doesn't matter like you said the universe is so big we're just tiny we're little, little people sick. on it like nothing matters
1: we're horton here's a who like times a bajillion it's like it matters how you treat people and stuff like that matters but like what you do with your life and stuff like that like just do it makes you happy yeah wow look at me look at
2: you sharing all of the wisdom
1: i'm gonna go cry in the shower again
2: i'm gonna go listen to that song and also cry in the shower but with that aiden thank you so much
1: thank you guys Asha and lauren it was so nice to meet you guys and i really appreciate you having me on um and all you damsels out there keep being sexy
0: can you please yeah. tell everybody where they can find you, Aiden? And listen to your yes. music.
1: You can find me um, shoplifting at the local trader. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, you guys can find this me This is so funny. <laughs> uh, you can find me at Aiden, A-I-D-A-N, Alexander on Instagram. Um, and at Aiden on tick- er, on Twitter. I'm so good at this. Um, and my phone number is 208. No, I'm just joking. Um, and like, social you know,
2: security I, while you're at it.
1: I, I would. That's the bad part. Yeah. Okay.
2: Well, thank, thank you, you guys. Thank so you Aiden. You were Lovely amazing.
1: To to you. you guys were as well. Thank you so much.
2: Well, you guys, that was another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Please, please, please keep writing to us. Send us your voice notes. We love hearing your voice. And also, DM us because that is still available to you if you if you still want that and we still have our anonymous
0: google form if your message is too long for a dm or if you want to write but continue to be anonymous that is available on our link tree and please subscribe and rate to us on apple and spotify or wherever you are listening your podcast platforms you guys don't understand how much that helps us so please help us (laughs) All right, everybody. Well, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Damsels in the DMs. Until next time. It's going down in the DMs.
1: Bye. Bye. DMs, DMs. We don't need them.
0: We just leave them. Please. Please. It's going down in the DMs. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe.